The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Some of us may remember Alfred Lord Tennyson's poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade. It was written to commemorate a battle that took place during the Crimean, Crimean War at Balaclava. It was meant to praise the valor of those men who rose into battle under almost hopeless odds and almost certain death. It's a rather simple poem. I don't remember some of it. Half a league, half a league, half a league onward. Cannons to right of them, cannons to left of them, cannons in front of them, volleyed and thundered. Into the valley of death rode the six hundred. Battle is part of life. We've lost that sense, haven't we? When we think of battle, we usually think of some sort of military exploit. But as one philosopher put it, Peter Kreeft, we are on a somewhat protected part of a great battlefield. And we're in the battle. Our Lord was in the battle. In fact, it could be said from the moment of his incarnation, he entered into battle. And today in particular, he does that in the temptation in the desert. St. Mark is very brief. St. Matthew tells us that he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, that he was hungry. St. Matthew and St. Luke tell us that, and they tell us also what the temptations were. Our Lord, though, remember when he was baptized, took upon himself all human sin. Now he takes all human temptation upon himself as well in the desert. You and I know what temptation is like when we are weakened. When we're strong, it's bad enough. But when we're in a weakened condition, although sometimes hunger can bring out something very wonderful in us, can bring out dependence, humility. But it also weakens us, obviously, Our Lord then is tempted. As I said, St. Mark doesn't mention exactly how. But St. Matthew and St. Luke do. Each of those temptations in some way covered all human temptation. 
first to turn stones into bread, then to work wonders by throwing himself down from the temple. And then Satan would give him all the, the nations of the world, all the kingdoms, if you'll only bow down and worship me. Each one of those temptations, as you may recall, though, wasn't just a temptation to do something. It was a temptation away from something. Away from the Father, to begin with. But more to the point, away from the cross. The devil is basically saying to our Lord, all these things you can have, but not a cross. And don't offer that to them, because they don't want one either. To turn stones into bread, to be a bread king. They'll love you. Give them what they want. Satisfy all their sensual desires. They'll love you for it, but not a cross. Throw yourself down from the temple. Work wonders. Change nature. Give them a pill. Give them an anesthetic. They'll love you for that too. You will have made their lives convenient and that's what they want. But don't give them a cross. And to worship me for all the kingdoms of the, wor- of, of, of the world, power, think what you can do with power. But not a cross. Our Lord, of course, rejects all of them. Because in this battle having taken upon himself all human temptation and conquered it in our name, he will then move forward to the final battle and the final temptation, and that's the cross. Whenever we are tempted away from the cross, we know we are in the midst of the demonic. That doesn't mean we shouldn't seek healing for physical illnesses or mental illness. No, we should, of course. But the cross will come into our life, and whenever we want to reject it, or run from it, the demonic will be in some way there. Look at our Lord's life, for instance. Remember, our Lord gave Peter the keys to the kingdom and then told him that he had to suffer and die. Peter tries to talk him out of it. And what does our Lord say? Get behind me, Satan. Because at that moment, Peter's acting as Satan, tempting him from the cross. We all know that. In fact, there's a new phobia in our world. It's not new, but our, our age is particularly into it, called starophobia, which is a fear of the cross. We are a fear of that reality in our lives. And yet that's the only way in some ways we can ever unite ourselves to our Lord's mercy and love. And then, of course, St. Luke adds something in his account of the temptation. At the end he says, And then the devil left him to await another opportunity. And the devil is there. He's there again in the agony of the garden. When our Lord has to see all human sin pass before his eyes. Once again, a temptation away from the cross, but he has to see it in his human nature. And his very last temptation will be just that. You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. And the chief priests and the scribes, he saved others, he cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. You trust in God? Let God deliver him 
if he desires him, for he said, I am the Son of God. That's the temptation. Come down and we will believe. We'll love you. Believe? Sure. The Trinity? Absolutely. That Christ founded a church? Yes. That he gave us his body and blood? Naturally. Infallibility of the Holy Father? If you wish, certainly, of course. Just come down from the cross. No, it's human to come down. It's divine to say it's to stay there. Our Lord will overcome all human temptation. As I said, when we are tempted, he's been through it all, and he's taken it all upon himself. We never have uh, to succumb because we have the grace to overcome it. But not on our own, only when we unite ourselves to him. And particularly, of course, when we unite ourselves to the Eucharist, because there is the victor. We don't just have to hear about the victory, we see the victory. Hopefully we can receive the victory, and then we can become visible signs of that victory too. Uh, We need to be afraid of nothing. Our Lord has overcome all fear in that regard too. So we go on now to enter into the victory of our Lord. That's the only problem, you know. The victory has been won. We seem to want to go back to defeat. But the Lord will constantly call us out of that defeat back to himself. My brothers and sisters, we look forward to celebrating at Easter the life-giving mysteries of our Lord's suffering, death, and resurrection. As we journey together to the Easter sacraments, these catechumens and candidates will look to us for an example of Christian renewal. Let us pray to the Lord for them and for ourselves that we may be renewed by one another's efforts and together come to share the joys of Easter. That these catechumens and candidates may be freed from selfishness and learn to put others first, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That their godparents and sponsors may be living examples of the gospel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That their teachers may always convey to them the beauty of God's word, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That these catechumens and candidates may share with others the joy they have found in their friendship with Jesus, let us pray to the Lord. That our community, during the coming Lenten season, may grow in charity and be constant in prayer. Let us pray to the Lord. For all those who were killed in the shootings in Florida, for the wounded, for their family and friends, and for the healing of that community, and for the healing of all those people who commit such crimes, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for our young men who are on our seminarian retreat this weekend, that they may discern their vocation, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father of love and power, it is your will to establish everything in Christ and to draw us into his all-embracing love. Guide these catechumens and candidates in the days and weeks ahead. Strengthen them in their vocation. Build them into the kingdom of your Son, and send them with the spirit of your promise. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.